Welcome to the Caribbean Astrologer Podcast. My name is Nai, and I think that I'm your esoteric teacher. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those of you that have been around since 2019, welcome back. For those of you that are new, you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Stick around for a little while, listen in, take notes, and just watch things manifest. I am, I used to be, um, a pastor in a church, licensed and ordained reverend in my state. However, I left the church to take a sabbatical and never returned. I graduated college in 24, and I'm sorry, in 24 degrees. That is terrible. I graduated college in 2014 with a bachelor's degree, and in my last semester, of college, I had to undergo open heart surgery because I was born with an anomalous heart. And my doctor told me to quit college and I thought in my mind, that's never gonna happen. So I got my last semester online, became exempt from externship and I graduated. I passed all my classes, super excited Um, about that in 2014, I was very determined. Um, When I uh, left church to take a sabbatical, um, initially my thought was, what the heck am I doing here? I feel like I'm just taking up a space. Um, I'm not contributing anything except for my tithes and offerings. If I volunteer, uh, it's not good enough. That's how it felt to me, like it wasn't good enough. Um, So I thought, why am I giving my money? And why exactly am I here? Um, So I took a sabbatical to figure it all out. And in the midst of that, I stumbled across astrology. I became nosy, and I liked it. So I decided to not return to church, um, like ever again for the rest of my life. Turned out that the decision that I made was actually something that was in my transiting natal chart. In the process of that, I became very good in a short amount of time with financial astrology and have a planet. Jupiter in one of my money houses, which said that, number one, I would be a millionaire, and number two, I would be good at teaching people about investments using astrology, or anything for that matter. So I began investing using astrology. Nevertheless, I had a knack for predictive astrology on my own. Um, Well, let me rephrase that with the guidance of God. And I stuck with it. And I turned out to be pretty, pretty accurate. Um, While doing all of that, I ended up having a knack for personal development when it comes to astrology 
what blocks you, what hinders you, how to overcome something. Um, so I took that and ran with it. Then I became nosy with America and created their natal chart and been pretty accurate with that as well. So I can't tell you that I have a niche when it comes to astrology. I can tell you that when it comes to relationships, like, is your partner cheating on you? I'm not good with that. So I stay away from that part. Um, I'm pretty decent with predicting weather patterns in astrology. Um, so I do that from time to time, not too often. Um, I am also a certified spiritual life coach. I got that certification in 2015. Also, while I was in college, I published my first book. Um, I also became a notary public signing agent. I was good with that as well. So I did a plethora of things, um, but I did not know what was I doing with the collective. Um, you can look at your contribution to the collective in several different ways. Um, but I'm noticing over time that one thing ties into another when it comes to your purpose. The main thing seems to be following your north node. But you have to add the other houses as well. Um, because if you don't, it's kind of like skipping a step. And in life, you can't skip a step. So I've been wondering, what the heck am I doing? When the black girl follow trend started, I was wondering, what the hell am I doing? Like, I initially had my TikTok profile just to listen in at news, the people that report um, news, and I would correlate it to what I saw in the natal chart, and I would listen to people talking about investing, specifically cryptocurrency, with a couple of people whom had a great sense of humor and cooking vegan and this kind of thing, house cleaning, growing flowers and plants and this kind of thing, recreational things. Um, I really didn't have a purpose for my TikTok. But I got it now. I got, not only do I have what I'm doing with TikTok, I have a foundation for what I'm doing with the collective. What is my contribution to the collective? So, I'm going to talk about that as I go along in this podcast. So, this is Story Time, Episode 3. <laughs> in a previous podcast, I did A Woman as President, Part 3. I said that Christians were going to come out as esoteric leaders. And my spirit was telling me, we are already here. And I didn't pay the we part any real attention. We included me. 
So Pluto was and still is conjunct Mercury. And I knew that some information was going to be revealed. But I didn't realize how deep it was going to be. And that's what Pluto does. It gets to the bottom of things. And a lot of times with Pluto, you have to let go of everything that you've learned. Everything that you've been conditioned to believe, you have to relinquish all of it. It's a form of purging or a form of cleansing. And Mercury was is mostly about how you learn and how you communicate. And boy, did I get some information. Information that I wasn't even expecting to get. So... Mercury changed signs to Aquarius. Aquarius being ruled by Uranus. Now, Mercury is still conjunct Pluto. That's in Capricorn. And so the information that I got shifted to understanding what it means to be spiritually awakened. And I always wondered what the heck was a spiritual awakening. I I got the answer now. So while I've been on a hiatus, still eating this endless supply of Oreo cookies, because I promise you, (laughs) my stomach was in knots when it came to the things that was being revealed to me concerning the age of Aquarius, which is Pluto in Aquarius. And the war that's coming to America and it's like four different wars coming to America some of it already being here then I looked at the natal chart America's transiting chart and my stomach was more in knots and I was just eating my Oreo cookies and when I was eating them I was like what why do I still have cookies left so I opened up the package a little further and I had a whole nother row in the package, and I was like, my gracious, this is like an endless supply of Oreo cookies. Then I had a dream um, in which I only remember part of it. And what I remember was this really long line of people, men, women, young, old, all ethnicities, all spiritual practices coming to see me and I was working by myself but I was taking the people one by one and one woman she wanted me to um style her like with fashion and so I ended up sewing some clothes together like some fabric together and she liked it and she wanted some shoes and so I gave her a plethora of options of shoes in which she can pick from to go with her outfit. Then there was another woman who came to me and she sat down at the table and she said, someone accused me of something that I didn't do and I did a spell on them and now I feel guilty and I need help. 
And I said to her, in order to get to the bottom of this, we're going to have to do a tarot reading. And you're going to have to pay me for the tarot reading. And we're going to do a three-card spread. And so I shuffled the cards and I laid the three cards on the table. Now, when I woke up, I was saying to myself, I don't know tarot cards. And I don't know, you know, tarot readings. I know, like, the devil, the tower, the fool, the lovers, the sun, the star. I know pages. And that's it. Uh, Knights. And swords. I don't. I don't know. Like, I can't lay. I can't shuffle them, and lay three cards down, or make a Celtic cross, and interpret that for your situation. Like I cannot. But I know that. Intuitively, I know that. I'm combining, yet balancing, two things. My spiritual belief, which is the Holy Trinity, God the Father, Yahweh the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I don't embrace Christianity as a religion because Christianity, the religion, will keep you spiritually bound. And that's the only thing that I regret about being a member of a church is that the religion keeps you spiritually bound. It keeps you controlled. Uh, It's a a degree of control there. And they make everything seem demonic and evil and it's of the devil. And when I learned astrology, just the very basics of astrology, I saw that You know, it kind of eradicates the devil to a degree. What the Christian church teaches you about the devil, astrology makes that null and void. Let's take Saturn return for an example. We know Saturn returns is a very trying time uh, for anybody, Um, And a Saturn return is equivalent to a Saturn opposition. Um, But when you go through these, these lessons, the Christian church or religion will say that's the devil. Your spiritual gifts will manifest in a plethora of different ways. Um, But the church will say, That's not God, that's the devil, that's witchcraft. And they want to pray over you and place some anointing oil over you. Not understanding that God created you and the gifts that he had blessed you with for such a time as this. They don't understand. Nor do they seek God for clarity understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. They just automatically, that's not God. They tell you if that if you don't speak in tongues, you're going to hell. That's not true. So if anything, religion stifles your spiritual growth. 
your spiritual gifts, rather. That's the only thing I don't like about religion. So for me personally, I will never go back to church. I might visit, but I'll, I'll never be a member. Excuse me, I got my water with me. So, I believe in God the Father, Yahweh the Son, and the Holy Ghost because of what I've seen supernaturally before I even started elementary school. And I remember my grandmother teaching me how to pray. And she taught me that prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And she taught me about Yahweh and who Yah <clears throat> excuse me, who Yahweh was and that he's salvation. Um, and so he would manifest to me. And I asked him, was he the man that my grandma told me about? And he said, yes. And I remember going to my mother and telling my mother that he was, you know, there playing with me. He never touched me. He never touched my toys or anything. And his presence was extremely peaceful. And the colors was bright, but they did not blind me. My mother thought that it was a figment of my imagination. She never paid me no real attention. And I remember seeing a doll on TV called Magic Moves Barbie. And I totally wanted that doll. And so I prayed and I asked Yeshua for that doll. And the next thing I knew, my godmother gave me that doll for my birthday. I was so freaking happy. I remember being in my 20s and sitting on the phone talking to a psychic. This was when Dionne Warwick was around. And she was like, call me now. Y'all remember that, right? Call me now. And I was on the phone talking to the psychic. And the psychic said, Yeshua is there with you. She said, you can see Yeshua. I said, yes, I can. And she said, he's right there with you right now. And I said, yes, he is. <clears throat> Excuse me. I said, yes, he is. And she said, wow. And he really was. He was manifested while I was awake, right, in my presence. And I, like, literally saw Yeshua. So that's why I believe in Yeshua. When I had the open heart surgery, I don't remember much, but I remember being in another realm. And I remember seeing God the Father, Yeshua the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And they was talking to me about my purpose on earth. And I wanted to stay where I was because of how peaceful it was. And they told me, no, I can't. Um, my assignment wasn't up. And they pushed my spirit back into my body. And I opened up my eyes, excuse me, in the recovery room. <clears throat> excuse me. So I can tell you a million and one supernatural experiences that I've had over my lifetime on this earth. And for that reason, or those reasons, I believe in the Holy Trinity. Okay? That's my story. So, with all of that being said, I also knew that I discerned that there was another side. And another side being supernatural things, the ability to do supernatural things. And I remember trying it out one time 
and I manifested some money into my bank account. And it was a small amount. And I was, again, just testing it out. And when the money showed up in my bank account, literally, it freaked the heck out of me. And I never did it again. Freaked me out. I remember going to cook something and I turned the fire on the stove. And the fire gave me a supernatural message. Elements. Earth, air, fire, water, and prana, breath. Freaked me out. That's a supernatural experience with an element. I remember getting a download for a prayer. And I took the olive oil and put it in a cup. It was some instructions and a prayer. And I took the olive oil and I put it in a cup and I said the prayer. And I anointed myself with it. And supernatural things began to happen. One of my brothers had to go to court for something. I think it was unemployment. And I told him to anoint himself with this olive oil that I had been given instructions to pray over. And he anointed himself with it. And he came back to me. He was like, what was that that you gave me? I said, it's just olive oil. I prayed over it. Why? What happened? And he wouldn't tell me because of pride. Uh, But I knew that he had a supernatural experience. An acquaintance of mine had a situation going on. I don't remember what it was. I said, anoint yourself with this oil. She anointed herself. And she came back to me. She said, what is that? What is that? I said, it's just olive oil. I prayed over it. Why? What happened? And she said, oh, nothing, oh, nothing. She was a bit scared. But I knew that she had a supernatural experience due to this olive oil that I had prayed over. I had gotten another download about some oil and I had purchased this oil and I was given the instructions and I did it and money came to me. Just as I was told it would. Ever since then, I've been using this oil sporadically. So there was two sides. There is two sides. It's, I don't even know how to explain this. Like, I'm going to just say the, the godly side. That's where I pick up the Bible and read the Bible. And, you know, I pray and, and fast and, you know, I have my connection with God. But then I have, like, this cultural spiritual side that gives me information to help me along the way in life but it's not just for me it's to assist other people as well so I have a basic understanding of what it is that I'm contributing to the collective that's what I wanted to say in saying all of that And so I'm coming into this place of enlightenment, awakening, and acceptance. 
And I'm understanding why my spiritual team told me I'm not going to get a job. I remember, you know, thinking, I'm going to go back to work. And immediately, I heard something to the effect, I don't remember verbatim the words that was used, but it was something to the effect of go sit down or you better not. Like it all boiled down to no. And I listened because I don't want no smoke from my spiritual team. So the purpose of me not having a nine to five, not only for myself, but so that I can impart some of what I know to the collective. And I have to have some availability for that. And I have to be rested in order to do that. So I'm almost ready to really show up online. Not quite yet. So I'm good with my podcast, but I'm not good with doing videos and going live or anything like that. I'm not ready for that part yet. So let's get it, people. (laughs) It's time to shift some shit. Y'all hear my gospel music in the background. The battery is getting ready to die, but we're going to enjoy the good Lord. Yes, God. So, let's get into story time. Let's get into story time. So, there is this woman on TikTok, and let me get to her name one second. So, if you choose to do it, you can. You can find her on TikTok, and she says she's on Instagram as well. So, her name is I-S-L-A George Music. I-S-L-A, George Music. So, this woman said on February 21st, she's going to do a collective meditation specifically for melanated people. And if you want to join in, it's going to be on Zoom. The link can be found in her bio. I'm assuming it's free. I hadn't clicked on the link yet. And I thought that is a wonderful idea. And I hadn't decided, am I going to join the Zoom link? Am I going to join the Zoom? Um, I know that the Bible says, when two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And so I know that by us collectively coming together to meditate for melanated people, God will be in the midst. I also know that because it's so public, there's going to be, I'm not going to say nothing rude, there's going to be Caucasian people seeing that and they're going to want to insert themselves into something that, again, 
like the Black Girl Follow Train, is not designed for them. Like the Mayel hair product is not designed for them. Like the Blue Magic hair grease, not designed for them. And anytime that they want to insert themselves into something, especially the women, they end up destroying it. Which is why we don't want them in our spaces. That's part of the reason why we don't want them in our spaces. And though it is not my group, I cannot put other people out. I can't do that. The other part of me is thinking, I can just sit on the sideline and kind of block any foolery that they would attempt to do. Because I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Because they weren't invited. (sighs) The Karens will always be Karening. So I hadn't decided what I'm going to do. Join in when two or three are gathered together. In God's name, there he is in the midst. Or am I going to sit on the side? I have a couple of more days left to make a definitive decision. So I'm going to take that time to make the decision. So what I did (laughs) was create a natal chart for this woman's event with the time and everything. And I found it to be a really, excuse me, good day. She picked a good day. And she picked a good time. I don't know if she knows about astrology or not. I don't know if a spiritual team told her this is the day and this is the time. But it's actually a really good day and a really good time. So in the natal chart, they had a cancer rising. You know, cancer is ruled by the sun and the fourth house, the house being of family. And what do we have? A meditation for melanated people, specifically family. The moon being women, so I can um, uh, ascertain that it will mostly be women meditating on behalf of melanated people as a whole. The moon also symbolizing psychic abilities and prophetic abilities. The moon ruled by the element of water which is a manifestation. So we're coming in, saturating the meditation with psychic abilities, prophetic abilities, and manifestation. So the meditation, uh, or the, or the uh, uh, yeah, the meditation is actually going to work and manifest whatever it is that people are going to be meditating about for melanated people. This is actually quite powerful. Divine feminine energy is going to be present. I absolutely like this idea. The south node is still in Scorpio. And I like this 
And I'll tell you why. Because Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, which we know, the eighth house. And I have been talking about sex magic. So my strategy in this meditation would be to pray against sex magic or meditate to dissolve sex magic, psychic attachments, and psychic attacks. When the higher-ups do what they do, one of the things that they use is sex magic. That's why they have orgies. In the Bible, um, you know, there's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. And what was they doing? To sexual acts. To do what? Manifest. And look what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah when they used sex magic to manifest. Look at the state of relationships in the melanated community. My own personal opinion is higher ups, whomever did this sex magic to keep melanated people from coming together. Because if we came together, we would be a force to be reckoned with. Look at the passport bros, even though what they're doing is that's another topic. Look at the movement that they did when they came together. Even though it's not right, a lot of things is not right about what they're doing. But look at the strength that they had when they came together on one accord for a purpose. Now imagine combining that with spiritually inclined melanated women. This is the very thing that they don't want to happen. Can you imagine what that will do to their entire existence? So again, my strategy is to pray against sex magic. Mercury is in Aquarius sextile. Chiron here. Um, and then there was Mercury square, Uranus. Then you had the moon and Neptune conjunct in Pisces. So I want to pray for the learning process to be unblocked. What is it that they don't want melanated people to learn? Why would you block that? So I want to pray for the learning process to be unblocked. I want to pray for melanated people to be a student and a teacher. I want to pray for melanated people to be spiritually discerning. So when they hear something, they'll know 
This person is speaking from a place of pride. This person is speaking from a place of ego. This person is speaking from a place of fear, worry, or doubt. This person does not know the power that they carry within them. So I want to pray for melanated people to be spiritually discerning. And I also want to pray for melanated people to unite. And we're going to see how this gathering will ultimately end up manifesting in the world. So if you so choose to join, whether you want to be in on a Zoom or you just want to be on the outskirts, blocking Caucasian people, and then praying for these things, you can do what I'm going to do. Pray against sex magic. Pray for the learning process to be unblocked. Pray for melanated people to be a student and a teacher. Pray to be spiritually discerning and pray for unity. They don't want minorities and indigenous people coming together. They don't want people to help each other. Um, to get, they don't want people to get the information that they should have from God and their higher self about our true identity because they won't be able to remain in control by keeping people trapped and ensnared. That's the notes that I wrote. All from looking at that natal chart. Isn't that wild? And it's not like we didn't know that, but just to accept it, acknowledge it and accept it, it puts things into a different perspective. So there you have it. That's that part. Now I got a download to tell my birthday story in this story time. So I'm assuming that someone that's going to listen to this is going to need this testimony. So when I turned 40, I wanted a birthday party. With games and food and music and drinks. So I told everybody that I wanted there. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, I'm going to cause people to not show up. Don't be upset. I'm going to make sure that you have a good birthday. Happy birthday. I love you. You're beautiful. And I was like, oh, God, that just melted my heart. So I knew that there were going to be people who weren't going to show up. 
However, it was people that God did not want to be at my birthday party. So people began to have all mannerisms of excuses. If y'all could have heard those excuses, you might have been offended. But because of the grace of God, he gave me that information ahead of time. So when people was calling left and right with their excuses, I said, okay, no problem. They had no clue that God told me he was going to cause them to not come. That's saying to me that people don't even realize the subtle influences that God, creator of the universe, has on them. So people came to my birthday party, the ones that God wanted to be there. We had a good time. We drank too much, as we should. Had a nice little birthday cake. My cousin sang happy birthday to me with his nice little voice. Everybody gave me their gifts. And people went home. I had too much food left over. (laughs) Too much food left over. I cooked too much food, but I had too much food. Everybody ate till they was full. They were stuffed. I wish they would have took some, you know, home with them. But I had a good time. The next morning, me and my friend, we was totally hungover. And I was like, we have to put something in our stomach. But I don't think either of us can stand over the stove to cook anything. So bless God for the bodegas. I called in an order. I got some breakfast for the both of us, and we ate and laid back down and went to sleep. <laughs> when you 40 and you're drinking, ch- uh, honey, chow. <laughs> it take a little while to recoup. <laughs> so me and my friend, we cleaned up the following day. Not the day after my birthday, but the following day. Now, the food was already in the refrigerator before we laid down to go to sleep on my birthday. But the next day, we couldn't. mm -mm. Mm -mm. We had fun. I gave away my book. We played games, and it was just a blast. Couple of days following that, I was watching the the people that gave me an excuse watch me. And they was looking to see if I would post something on Facebook. And I'm just watching them watch me. I didn't say a single thing because still they did not know that God told me he was going to cause people to not show up. A little time went on. They didn't see anything. There were some people that didn't log on to Facebook after that. And there were some people that just moved on. Every single person that came to my birthday party that God wanted to be there and they gave me a birthday gift. Do you know that God had blessed them? There was a girl home. I don't 
know if she was being cheap or if she just couldn't afford anything. I really feel like intuitively she was being cheap. And she bought me some $4.99 earrings. I bless God for the $4.99 earrings. She wanted a house and you know, she wanted a house and she wanted another baby with her husband. And God gave her both. My other married friend, she, her husband, and their two children was in a homeless shelter. She just wanted to get into an apartment. God blessed her with that and blessed her husband with a job. My cousin wanted to be married and have his first child. God blessed him with that, a wife and a baby. There was a woman who wanted to lose weight for whatever reason. She couldn't lose weight. God blessed her with some weight loss. She lost the weight she wanted to lose. Everybody that sold into me got something. There was another a guy there. He wanted a car. God blessed him with a car. Everybody that was there that gave me a birthday gift, no matter how small or how big, God blessed them with it. The Bible says, when you, when you sow into a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. And they didn't realize that they were sowing into a prophet by giving me a birthday gift, no matter how big or how small. God gave them the desires of their heart for sowing into the prophet. I said that to say, I got a download to give that testimony for someone who is going to be listening to this podcast. May this be a confirmation for you. And may you find peace with those whom God don't want to show up at your birthday party. Know that he doesn't want to bless them. And I want you to pay attention to those who give you those excuses to not show up. Watch what happens to them uh, within a year or two. Watch and see. You'll understand why God didn't want to bless them. And you'll also understand that God is sovereign. If he don't want to bless somebody, he won't. If he does want to bless somebody, he will. If he don't, there's a reason why he does not want to bless them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So the next part of story time is about the age of Aquarius. Now, if you've been on social media, you've been seeing a whole lot of people posting about things that they're seeing in the sky. And this seems to be more of an uptick than what it typically is. And these sightings seem to be mostly on the East Coast. Aquarius, being ruled by Uranus, is artificial lights. Which is why there is such an uptick of people seeing things in the sky. We hadn't even gotten to Pluto and Aquarius at zero degrees, but yet there's an uptick more than usual. So there's going to be a whole lot more information coming out and people seeing things and whistleblowers when it comes to UFOs, artificial lights. There's a lot of talk about a group called Anunnaki. I've been hearing about Anunnaki since 2021, and I've never looked into it. The number one thing that I gather from people about Anunnaki is that there are a group of humans whom somehow connect with the Anunnaki's. And when it's time for me to research it a little bit more, I will, but right now, not yet. Anunnaki. Don't know anything about Anunnaki except for their extraterrestrials. So there was a a vet, face completely covered, no idea where he was suited up, did a video saying that there's a story that has been, excuse me, stifled. They don't want it to get out. And there's a report. He said there's a report um, that's on a website, and I didn't write down the information to this website concerning this report. And so what he's saying is, you know the situation with Ukraine and Russia. And he's saying that there was troops whom, Russian troops who somehow stumbled across the Anunnaki's and those troops were unalived by the Anunnaki's with some type of laser beam weapon. And there was one Russian troop that somehow managed to escape and told the story, which led to the report. And they have 
this one Russian troop isolated so that he doesn't tell people what all he experienced. This is the age of Aquarius. Quite interesting. And he didn't want to, of course, identify himself for obvious reasons. There's been a lot of sightings over New York. More than what they typically are. Like, that's even strange to me. But I remember when I got my first apartment. And I was sitting by the window. Excuse me, it was like a summer night. And I was sitting by the window, and you could see, like, the skyline and buildings and lights, you know, cars driving by. I don't even remember why I was sitting at the window, but I was. And I think that I saw an extraterrestrial. That was the first time and the last time. And I wondered if I... We're seeing things. But I've always known that there's something else going on that the public had a hunch about, but other people knew was definitive. You understand what I'm saying? So there's more of that. Then we have, you know, these trains that had crashed and released gases and in like three different spots. One place was um, Pal- Palestine, Ohio, and two other places releasing gas and killing fish and in the water and on land and in the air and people who have studied chemistry and understand what's going on. And this one lady... And, you know, I think she's onto something. <coughs> Excuse me. So this one lady was talking, and she said that she had gotten a download, and things are not what it seems. Um, and they're saying that it's an accident, but it's really not. And the reason why those chemicals have been released into the air, onto land, and in the water was because they know that um, um, a portal is getting ready to open and they don't want people to ascend. And so she was telling people to meditate against it. And I thought, you know, I think she's onto something because when I was looking at America's transiting chart, I told y'all I saw a grand cross in the month of April in America's transiting chart and that was going to be a portal that day is a portal in April so when she said they know that this portal was going to open up and they don't want people to ascend I think she was onto something The chemicals that people were saying was combined 
would actually block people from ascending. That would actually make them sick and they would go home to glory. And there was another lady, she said that where she was at, it didn't reach her. Um, But then she came back and did another video and said that it reached her, whatever state she was in, it reached her when she was taking a shower, it literally burned her skin. And then there was a guy who said, this is a disaster. This is, you know, the three um, places where this train accident happened and this can actually spread and it's going to go down this path. And he was showing the East Coast. So I was looking into... Um, those water filters that you can put in your shower and on your kitchen sink. I was looking into them. Not sure how well that's going to work. And I don't think there's too much escaping because we could get bottled water. Um, But you know they do things to bottled water as well. One person had gotten some of the water um, from out of their own sink and boiled it and showed this gassy film-like thing in the bubbles of the water. And then she, he or she turned the pot off, and you still saw that white, filmy, gassy thing. And I was wondering, you know, because I had to do a, um, take a chemistry course myself, and we know that gas can be released into the air, right? So I'm like, well, he or she is boiling it, aren't she? Aren't they releasing the gas into the air of their own home? Maybe they didn't know. So, my theory about Anunnaki is that they've come to help and to destroy. The question is, what are they coming to help and what are they coming to destroy? I've seen plenty of people, you know, I'd be all in the comment section. I call the comment section the correspondents. And there was a lot of people corresponding. The correspondents, honey, was corresponding. And they said, you know what? I would be on the side of the Anunnaki's. I said, well, you know, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I'm not mad at that. I already said if anybody in this day and age is trusting in, you know, certain systems, they'd be a fucking fool because the system is going to be selling out American civilians to Russia and China when they invade the United States. They're going to pick up and leave and leave everybody else behind. They don't give a fuck about the civilians. That's in the NATO chart. If you trust them and you believe in patriarchy and you believe in make America great again, you are a fool.
Moving along to the next story. Spiritual awakening. What is it? For a long time, I've been seeing people yelling in their phones, wake up, wake up, people, wake up. And they have no solution to this awakening. There's no three-step process. There's no suggestion, nothing. They're just yelling into their phone on social media, wake up, wake up. And I said to myself, well, if everybody is saying wake up, then how can everybody be this quote-unquote asleep? Don't you think everybody heard you yelling in the phone, wake up? So here's the thing. You can't force anybody into their spiritual awakening. You didn't even explain what is a spiritual awakening. What type of slumber are people in that you feel that people are in? And why aren't you given a solution? You're just yelling into your phone. What makes you think people have to do what you want them to do? And why is it that you want them to do what you want them to do? You've given them no instructions. You've given no explanation and no instruction, no solution, nothing. You're just yelling, wake up, into your phone. I find, you know, these woke people to be annoying if you ask me. The newly Want the newer ones, the ones that just came into it and swear that they know everything, I find them to be annoying. And I wish that they would find a different phrase. So what is a spiritual awakening? You can't force anybody into enlightenment. Just because you want that for them, that don't mean it's going to be. Everybody has their enlightening moment when it's time for them to have their enlightening moment. I remember when I had mine, and I'm going to uh, just briefly talk about what I experienced during my spiritual awakening. I remember... It was like film being removed from my eyes. And I was seeing the truth about the world, people, gov, the system for what it truly was. And it was all a lie. Everything that I had been taught was a lie. The reality that I woke up seeing every day was a lie. Yes, if I pinch myself, I'll feel that. Yes, if I fall, I'll feel that. If I get hungry, I feel that. If I want uh, to go to sleep, my body will tell me it's time for me to rest. If I need to be outside, my body will tell me it's time to be outside, be amongst people. And then when I would speak to people, it would be like 
They're the walking dead with no clue to the truth. And I felt like we just weren't on the same wavelength. I couldn't entertain the things that I once entertained. I couldn't listen to the things that I once was able to listen to. I had a knowing of the law of attraction, the law of cause and effect, the law of reciprocity, the law of the atmosphere, the atoms that are in the atmosphere. I had a knowing of transcending time and a knowing that time itself was an illusion. I couldn't tolerate being certain places or having the television in my bedroom, eating certain things, drinking certain things, being around certain people, wearing certain colors. I couldn't, my body couldn't take it. It was like burning my skin. Certain metals and jewelry I couldn't wear doing certain things to my hair, certain brands of makeup, I couldn't do it. It just felt wrong. Like something was wrong. Something was eerie. Something was evil. I couldn't do it. But then there was the jade, the crystal, the jade, I was able to wear that with on, on pure as long as it was set in pure silver alloy silver I was able to wear that and when I wore that with zero effort at all I was manifesting the things that I needed I didn't worry about anything how to pay a bill what to eat. I would walk into the supermarket. I remember I was so uh, spiritually um, inclined or conscious. My friend and I went into the store. She was pregnant and she had something called wick. And I heard in my spirit, she has to go to the deli to get it. So I said, friend, You can't get it in a package. You have to go to the deli to get it. And she says, but on the the paper, on the voucher, it says the package. I said, okay. So she went, she got everything, and she went to the cash register. And the cashier said, you have to go to the deli to get the cheese. And my friend just looked at me. And we was walking down the aisle to go get the cheese. And she said, how did you know that? And I said, God told me. So he went to go get the cheese. And she was like, wow. And 
as we were leaving, something said, not something but God, my knowing, my higher self. Let me say that. Because there's a difference between when God speaks versus when your higher self speak. And when you become spiritually conscious of what's right, what's wrong, what is good, and what is of evil, your higher self will talk to you all the time, even in your sleep. Whereas God will talk to you either when he wants to or when he needs to. And so my higher self said, go down this block. So we begin to walk down the block. I said, come on, let's go this way, friend. And we're walking and we're talking and, you know, I'm calling her woman because I'm just running off at my mouth. Yep, 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 yep. And I felt like she wasn't really paying attention to me. And I was like, are you listening to me, woman? And she started laughing. She's like, yes, I hear everything you said. And my higher self said, look over there. And so I looked and it was money. And I went and picked it up and it was a $50 bill. And it was the money that I had needed to pay a bill. I wanted or needed for nothing. I didn't have to put in any effort to manifest. You just be. And what you need will be provided. Direction and instruction. Correction. Warning. Or a heads up will be provided. Information will just be provided. If you look at TV and there's a, you know, they say that it's reality TV and an actor or actress was thrown in there, your higher self will point the person out and say, that's an actor. You just be. With like zero to minimal effort. So that is a spiritual awakening. A spiritual awakening is becoming spiritually conscious with your higher self. When you let go of attachments, it's like a purging or cleansing that takes place and healing that takes place. But it's not rushing uh, to where it's everything at one time to overwhelm you. It comes in waves and is right, the timing is perfect. So the more you let go of attachments, the more your higher self will connect with you and you with it, and you'll get revelation. And during that cleansing and purging and healing process, You'll begin to release fears, worry, and doubt. But you won't be doing it on your own. Your higher self, God, your spiritual team will 
assist you and give you the information that you need to help you to release those things. So the only thing that you really need to do is position yourself. Take even if it's just five minutes to just sit in quiet. Quiet your mind, quiet your body, quiet or calm your nervous system. And if you have like um, anxieties, tension, the ashwagandha vitamin will help you. So look into the ashwagandha. They have it in the form of vitamin. They have it in a liquid form. And they have it in a form of gummy bears. So try the ashwagandha. See how it works with your nervous tension or anxieties. Okay? Um, So you could sit quietly for five minutes a day, seven days a week. Um... You can meditate a couple of minutes a day. You can, you know, write down a phrase for your affirmation or your mantra and say it every day. Some people live near water where you could walk near water, go for walks. Try that and see how it works. Um, different things will work for different people. So just try and see what works. And if it works, that's what you stick to, okay? Um, And when it's time, um, everything will start to unfold. So you'll see that. So be patient with yourself when walking through your spiritual awakening. The other thing um, when it comes to spiritual awakening is ascension. So you hear people talking about um, 3D, 4D, and 5D. Um, So what I just spoke of was 3D. And I'm ascending from out of my 3D and into the 4D. So I don't know what the 4D ascension is like, so I can't tell you about that. But... Ascending into different dimensions while on earth is part of your spiritual consciousness or your spiritual awakening. So the 3D, 4D, 5D, for now, I am going to say it is just a different spiritual realm or dimension while you're living on earth in the reality that you see on a daily basis. I'm just going to leave that part right there. Okay? So, that was a lot, right? (laughs) But it's very enlightening. And this is what I've come to recognize. This is my contribution to the collective. This is the reason why my spiritual team does not want me to work. So far, I've been on this podcast for about an hour and 20 minutes. 
If I had to work, I wouldn't be able to have this time. I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for it. Um, so I went and I looked into my own natal chart. And the Pluto, of course, is still conjunct the Mercury in Aquarius. Aquarius being ruled by Uranus, which is this uh, spiritual consciousness or spiritual awakening and the messages, communication, um, learning abilities, and that goes into Mercury. And um, it's actually at five degrees. And there's some other planets that are at five degrees as well. So there's a lot being revealed to me. And on top of me receiving revelations, um, things are also being highlighted, which is amazing. The sun is conjunct Saturn. And I always tell you guys, no matter what house the transiting sun is in, is going to highlight something. And with the sun being conjunct Saturn and a couple other things that I saw in my own natal chart, I had a revelation. I was kind of surprised at that. And what I found was that there's people like me who are a threat because of what we know that can be taught to other people. I, I was mind blown at that. And there's a little bit of rebellion in me that's saying, fuck them people. not concerned with me information being a threat to anybody else why would why would I care about that I expect more of this information to come on this podcast the Caribbean astrologer So let me move on to the next story. Quite interesting story. Interesting story. So my light bulb exploded. So in the ceiling, we have the fixtures, you know, and a light bulb exploded. And it was a good thing. It was in a dome, like, you know. And so when it exploded, all of the glass was in the dome. And so I quickly jumped up. And turned the light off. And I was like, that's freaking strange. All of the years that I've lived here, that has never happened. So, just changed the light bulb. And my spiritual team did tell me to go buy some lights. So, I went and bought some lights. I was looking for some low watts, but couldn't find it. So, I just picked up what I had. So, I changed the lights. And then I started noticing that the dome was getting darker and darker. And I'm like, that's not supposed to happen. I turned the light off. And 
I think I had the light on for about an hour. And I had um, turned the light off, and I called the super. I decided that I wasn't going to climb up there and see what the hell was going on and be electrocuted and die. I said, no, let the super get electrocuted. Sorry. You know, I would have ran to the circuit breaker and turned the circuits off. You know, and called 911. I wouldn't have touched them. The fire department take care of that. So he came and he looked, and he didn't even have the ladder. He just looked. He said, oh, that's really bad. I said, yeah, that's why I called you, because I'm concerned that that could start a fire. Now, meantime, in between time, <coughs> excuse me, I was talking to my aunt on the phone. And I was like, auntie, the light bulb exploded. And she thought that was strange. She was like, exploded. And I could intuitively tell that she wanted to say something, but she stopped herself. So I raised the eyebrow because I remember being a child and being at auntie's house. And she would never let me in her bedroom. And there was one day her bedroom door was cracked, and I saw, I remember seeing a candle lit on a dresser in her room, and she had chased me away from her bedroom. I don't remember if Auntie had an altar on her dresser or what, but I knew Auntie knew some type of spiritual work, because she wouldn't let me in her room for nothing. And as an adult, I asked Auntie if she know about it, and Auntie be denying it. But Auntie knows, she know because she was doing it. Now, she might have stopped because she got too old, but Auntie know. She just don't want to tell me. So I raised my eyebrow because Auntie was going to say something, but she didn't. And I kept it pushing. Then... I spoke to my therapist, and I told my therapist about the light bulb exploding. And she said, do you think there's something going on spiritually, you know? And I said, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I didn't feel anything intuitively, you know. So I didn't think so. So back to the landlord. So the landlord gets his ladder and he goes up there he says oh this is really bad you see this had burned I said oh I didn't know because because I didn't take the dome from off of it to look at any damn thing I just turned the light off and I had a strategy in my mind I said you know if it should catch fire I'm running to the circuit breaker I'm turning it off and gonna get the fire extinguisher and spray it and call 911 first and then call the landlord. And if it was too out of control, I would have, you know, been yelling and telling people, get the hell out of the building, fire. So quick tip, get you a very small fire extinguisher that you could keep inside your home. So the landlord says, oh, it could have started a fire. I didn't know. I didn't look. I didn't take anything apart. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I did keep my eye on it. Because I'm not about that life. What you mean? I had never been in a fire before. And so he's showing me, you know, all of what was going on. And he, you know, took something 
off and put something on and completely change the bulbs, both bulbs. And he told me to get some other type of bulb. And he went and got a bulb. And he said, do you want one or two? I said, put one on in there. Don't put two. Because if something should come up, I'm going to hose that bad boy down. But I got it in my mind to just get me some lamps. I have been looking at some, you know, little things on Amazon anyway that I wanted to get. I was just going to get it when I moved. But I think I'm going to go on ahead and get these little lamps or lights rather. But I was thinking to myself, I had never been in a fire before. I don't think that's my... I don't think that's something like that is for me. So it made me think. My auntie stopped herself from saying something. My therapist said, as a, as a supernatural girl, is there something spiritual going on? I was like, I don't think so. So I go to open up my um, blinds and my curtains to let some light in, open up the window. Now, I told y'all about the, um, what are these curtains called? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Um, blackout curtains. They're typically in hotel rooms. So, I open up my blackout curtains, and I have my salt rock lamp over in that area. So, I thought, let me turn the salt rock lamp off. But then I'm noticing the socket look a little brownish. So now I'm saying, okay. Okay. A little supernatural something going on. So I got to clean that all up. So I'm thinking to myself, ain't no damn body around like that. But. I do have three people that are mad at me because I didn't give them what they want. When two or three are gathered together, three people angry at the same time, this is having an impact. So I got to clean it up. I ain't cleaned it up yet, but I'm going to clean it up. I've just been playing, <clears throat> excuse me, some, <clears throat> excuse me, some music until I'm ready to clean it up. I had a call on the ancestor because somebody was saving me from the fire. Two different ways, the light fixture and a socket. Child. So this leads me to my last story, and then I'm going to get on up out of here so I can go handle the rest of my day and grab something to eat. Now, I decided to get myself some tarot cards, and I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. But I'm going to figure it out. 
I remember talking to you guys and saying, vet your people. I don't care who it is. Your coach, the financial advisor, your tax preparer, your astrologist, your tarot reader, the chef, the therapist, the landlord if you're moving, a man, a woman. I don't care who it is. Vet your people. And I said it's time for people to start doing their own tarot card readings, right? Then I had the dream that I told y'all about, and this was a couple of nights ago, where the people were standing online. It was all in people. And then the girl came to me, and I did the three-card spread for her. So I decided that I'm going to teach myself with the help of my ancestors to do my own tarot reading because now would be a time for me to do a, a, a spread to see what's going on with this light fixture and this socket and this fire. Because the way that my Mars is set up in my natal chart, I'm going to have to go back in and look at it. But the way that my Mars is set up in my natal chart, it's a trine. It has nothing to do with a fire. But I'm going to have to go back in and look some more. Because it shouldn't be one. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have that experience. So I need to see what, what all is going on. But then we do have some stuff going on. You know what Pisces, Cestellium happening with Pisces. Nevertheless, tarot cards. So I went and did a little bit of researching on tarot cards. And I thought about it. We got the, the raid or, or wade, somebody, riot, tarot deck, somebody. There's them. Um, I didn't really feel connected to that. So I I didn't put that in my Amazon card. So I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm researching. I'm thinking things through and I came up with some. So if you are new like me, here's what I'm doing to help me do my own readings and you can begin to do your own readings too. Now keep in mind there's YouTube University where they will excuse me talk about you know how to do readings and so forth and so on. So I found this one and I like this because these tar- this tarot deck, number one, it comes with a book. So when you're picking tarot cards, make sure that they come with a book to tell you the meaning of the cards, okay? So this particular tarot deck, um, I liked it. And let me get to what one of them was. So it's a tarot deck, but it's astrology too, And so this is what it got. Ace of Cups for 
And so it symbolized Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, and the element of water. And it says, Ace of Cups, let go of any emotional baggage that is weighing you down and start truly living your life. This is your opportunity for a fresh start or a new relationship. Whether or not you choose to take the cup and drink from it is up to you. Then it says love, compassion, creativity, new feelings, spirituality, intuition, proposal, marriage, and new baby. And here is the part that sold me because it also has on it the reverse meaning. And the reverse meaning for the Ace of Cups, it says on a card, emotional loss, blocked creativity, emptiness, self-love, intuition, and repressed emotions. I really like this deck. I really like it. So I have that deck in my Amazon card. So I'm suggesting it to you in the event that you may like that. For me, being super new, a beginner, like I need an intro to the one-on-one, I like that deck as intro to the one-on-one. That's where I'm at. I'm at the intro. I'm not at the one-on-one course yet. I need the intro. I think they call it in school a remedial. Chow. I'm not even going to speak that into existence, but you know what I'm talking about. So I like that. Then there was another deck that I had liked. It's with black women on it. It's a black deck. Um, I don't know what, what that is called, but I got that in my cart as well. So I've got two decks. It looked like it's beautifully made. Nothing but melanated women uh, in that deck. That comes with a booklet as well. So that's in my card. Then I decided um, to delve into a couple of books that'll help me with like tarot spreads, the different type of spreads, and help me with meaning and understanding and a little bit of history, not too much. Um, but I wanted that too. So I wrote down these to give to y'all. You don't have to get all of these books. You can just get two. But these are what I have in my cart on Amazon. So I have the only tarot book you'll ever need. The next one I have is the ultimate tarot or the ultimate tarot. The next one that I have is called Guided Tarot. And then the other one that I have is called The Complete Book of Tarot Reversals. So I'm definitely going to keep the book, The Complete Book of Tarot Reversals. And then I'm going to pick another one out of the other three, The Guided Tarot, the ultimate tarot, and then the only tarot book you'll ever need. 
So two of them I'm thinking would be good for the intro to tarot. And then the two tarot decks that I pick also comes with a book with interpretations. So that is what I wanted to share with you all. Tarot cards. Make sure you feel like you can connect with the tarot deck that you're looking at. Make sure that they come with a book and pick a couple of books to help you with interpreting the cards and interpreting the spreads and also different types of tarot spreads. Okay. All right, you guys. So that is my story time. That is my story time. I, oh, one more thing before I go. A little messiness, because y'all know I be saying how I love Ratchet TV. Well, somebody on TikTok found live Ratchet TV on TikTok. And the girl was saying, you know how we have um, Christine and Blueface? Well, the UK have Cheyenne and Kipsy. And she was talking about how messy and toxic their relationship is, much like how Blueface and Christian's relationship is. So I went on being all nosy and whatnot to see who is this Cheyenne and this Kipsy person. And my God, they are truly the UK version of Blueface and Christian. So if you're into the live messiness on the ticker talker, you could go and check out that relationship. It's a lot to unpack. It's a lot going on. Honey, my God, my God. Then like a nice little movie or a nice little show, they add in new characters and other people are coming in and they coming in with their personality and their messiness. I, you know, I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it because my Ratchet TV that I'm watching, you know, is on a little hiatus until the next season. So for now, Cheyenne and Kipsy is good to watch. Now, Cheyenne is spelled, in case you want to be nosy, like how I was, C-H-E-Y-A-N-N-E. And Kipsy is spelled K-I-P-S-E-Y. I want to thank our good, good sis over there on the TikTok that be keeping up with what's going on with Cheyenne and Kipsy because she do like the recap. She do the recap and I love it. (laughs) All right, you guys, I thank you for listening in today. I hope that you learned much and that you gleaned much from today's story time. You can follow me over on YouTube, Pinterest, my blog, TikTok, and the podcast at The T-H-E Caribbean astrologer don't forget to like subscribe share whatever you choose to do if you don't want to share the uh podcast believe me honey i get it because sometimes child you gotta be two steps ahead 
are these here enemies and I'm <laughs> I'm certainly a pearl. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, shalom. <laughs>